Okay, so we're here, episode two, very exciting, about music and how the internet has changed the way we entertain ourselves, but more specifically, how it has changed how we listen to music, which people do a lot. So I have another guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I am Nanette Negri, family friend. Sure. And probably oldest friend you have. Yeah. Do you want to tell your age in terms of where you are in the music timeline history? Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started listening to music in 1952. All right. <laughs> um, so I think the most logical thing to do is to go back in time. Really, really back in time. Would that we could. Well, yeah. I mean, 1877 with the phonograph. Yeah, way before my time. I mean, I should hope so. It'd be pretty impressive. (laughs) (laughs) And then we move on to the gramophone. Mm Mm-hmm. Which looks... And I've seen those, but we didn't have any. I mean, they look like the kind of things that you'd see in, like, antique shops with Mm -hmm. the big flowery mouth-looking thing. Right. That kind of looks like a tuba. And then you have the graphophone. But then when we finally get to your era, oh, it's yeah. records. It is. It was. Mm-hmm. So did you have, like, a record player in your house? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so my my dad was very, very musical. Mm-hmm. And um, he liked to sing. He had a very... He had a relatively narrow genre but he had a lot of record albums, mm-hmm. vinyl, um, in that time frame. Yeah. And so we had a, a huge, big old box stereo um, that he would put his big vinyls on. Um, and then I was a very indulged kid. Mm-hmm. And so pretty, boy, I mean, I, I can't. I can't begin to tell you how old I was. I mean, I was old enough to be able to use it, but I had a little box record player. It mm-hmm. was like, you know, maybe 12 by 12, something like that. It would fit the 45s, which is the picture that you have on your mm-hmm. um, on your computer right now. Um, and you could only play... On his stereo, it had a, um, a changer where you could stack maybe up to four albums mm-hmm. in, at a time. Um, and it would make this huge clunk you know when the record when would, it would drop yeah. well because it would drop down it was like on a big spindle the little my first record player which was just a tiny little thing um with little speakers in it mm-hmm. um you could only play one record at a time um okay. and you could play the big albums or you could play the 45s mm. but you could only play one record at a time um and the 45s were made with like bigger holes and so then you had to have these little plastic things to clip in them to you know make it work and then when I got older um I got a little bit bigger still a portable um record player but then like they started making these um these things that would go over the spindle that would like play so that you could play three or four albums they put a plastic thing that was as big as the 40 the holes in the 45s so you could play a stack of 45s too okay. so that was kind of cool because then you could you know create your own 
sort of like kind of like a first playlist. playlist. Yeah. yeah, it was like your first playlist. That's like cool. That. Mm-hmm. So when you say portable, was it was it fairly portable? Oh, yeah. Like, did you walk? You could you could carry walk around, around with it. Oh, yeah, you could carry okay. it from room to room. It was because <laughs> I mean, our family stereo wasn't. Yeah. It was a big like console, right? You know, but like they sell them in Animal King, Animal Crossing now. You know. You oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so cool. so that was that. Plus, then we had. So, yeah, that was kind of <clears> next. <throat> I was like, the next other place in- to listen to music was the radio. Yeah. Um, so then we move into the 70s cassette tapes. Right. So then those came out while I was in high school. Yeah. And that was, like, really cool because it was more portable. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, as, as portable as the record player was, you know, I mean, you could take it to people's houses. Right. But... This was compact. You could write. It was smaller. Plus, the really cool thing about this is that you could finally take your own playlists with you. Yeah. You know, because you could make it on a little tape and you could take it with you, you know, and you could create a playlist that didn't mean you had to stack your records up, you know, And, and that was really cool. But it was also hard to... Like, especially if you if there were songs that you wanted and you didn't have the 45, you'd have to listen for the radio and wait and for it. it to play, yeah. you know, and just hope that they played it when you were able to record it. Yeah, and then record it. Yeah. So. Wow. And you couldn't put them in any order. I mean, the only way right. you could create a playlist with songs in order was if you were recording off of your portable record player. Right. You know. Wow. You'd yeah. have to be very strategic you did. Yeah. But, you know, then at at one point, and I can't do that. I'm not good at timelines. Um, but at one point, you could buy, they made radios that you could play that had tape recorders in them. You know, so oh, you okay. could tape off the radio or you could tape off a stereo. I see. So... Well, I feel like, so then we finally move into CDs, which, based on this article, is saying that they were kind of up and coming at a similar time. Is that what you remember? I don't remember that. I don't, it's like, I mean, I remember tapes, and I had, yep, yep, and and we had cassette tapes for years Okay. before at least I was familiar with CDs and CD players. Yeah. So it feels like... Both with cassettes and CDs, though you still had this, this kind of you you needed to have the physical, you know, you know cassette or CD with you to be able to play what you wanted. You haven't quite gotten to the part where anything you wanted is just on one device. You had to be more oh, strategic no. around oh, yeah. what you brought oh, yeah. with you. Oh and yeah, not, yeah, and and then like there were when CD players came out, you know, it. it I remember thinking that it, in a way, it felt a little backwards. Hmm. I mean, not in terms of technology, but in terms of what I could listen to, um, because you could only play one CD at a time. Yeah. You know, so now you're back to only playing, being able to play one thing at a time. And, you know, I didn't have the technology ever. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I guess I did eventually. I did have the technology on a computer. Right. To then 
download music and burn it on a CD. But I couldn't create yeah. my own playlists, right. and I didn't have that experience. I well, didn't know how to do that. It it may have existed, but I didn't. I remember get to us do talking it. the other day because you your Volkswagen Bug, you can put multiple CDs in there. But then I also remember thinking the other day that, I mean, it feels like we're so spoiled now, but I guess, you know, back in that time you wouldn't have known any way, different way of doing it. But it's like, I only probably listen to like one song from one album at a time, you know, but back then you would have to either buy or listen to a whole album yes. just to get to just that to one get song. Just to get to that, that one wanted. song. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it was a big deal, like, I remember, you know, you were talking about my bug, and it, I think, has both the CD player and a tape player. Yep. And so, you know, that was like a huge deal, because at first, you know, cars just had tape players. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Pretty wild. And some cars only, you can only play one CD at a time. Right. So, yeah, I thought the bug was like, it was the coolest thing thing because I could do, you know, I could put more than one CD in at a time. Right. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So then we have Walkmans, but then finally, at the turn of the century, you get Apple with the Apple iPods. Yeah. And so this is like right at the beginning of, I mean, the use of the internet for music is just around, I mean, this is just before that happens. Yeah. I mean, in a big way, in a like national, global, kind of exponential rate of growth. I mean, this was... And it was amazing. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it just felt so big to suddenly have something so little have so much in it in Mm -hmm. terms of music. It was just like... And complete creativity in terms of how you want to organize your music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And accessibility was just amazing. Now, did it feel like... Am I right to assume that it felt like it blew up really quickly then, as soon as it... It did. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I mean, mean, I'm an Apple person. Right. So it's like I had everything, like, all of a sudden. It's like, I mean, and we had had, I mean, I had had an Apple since I was in college. So, you know, in like, I don't know, I guess I got my first Apple computer in in the mid, early 80s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I always had a Mac. And then, like, yeah, all of a sudden everything came out and then there was music on the iPods and then boom, there was music on the computers and it was just, yeah, it was crazy. And I don't remember, again, I'm not good at at time and everything, but I do remember a a period that seemed like a long time where you you could download music but you couldn't share it and there was all this stuff about you know, whether it was okay to share the music and you yeah. could, would get in trouble and downloading it without paying for it. Right. And, you know, That's it's a huge like thing. the whole system, it just wasn't very fluid right. at the beginning. And that that's a big thing that I think happened when the internet got involved because then you did have this level of accessibility and freedom. And then, I mean, I was reading in one of these other articles that, you know, artists primarily made their money through royalties and selling albums and selling merchandise and going on tour but then when you had something as accessible as this people didn't really that wasn't as big of a of a thing right and then i mean so carissa and i were talking when we did the tv and movie section about how the whole like pirating move like you could do that in person by like you know buying you know movies that weren't out yet and then you could do the same thing now on the internet with just pirating 
TV and movies, and you can do the same thing with music. Right. So then it's harder for, for artists to get some kind of compensation for their work. Um, but I think that also leads into... I think that transition happened when finally the iPod Touch came out, and that was when you could use Wi-Fi to download. Yeah. You just right off of the just device. Just right off of it. Not You didn't have to go through the computer and yep. then the computer to the... Yep. Yeah. You could just do it right yep. then and there. Yeah. And I remember when my brother first got an iPod Touch and how crazy that was, because I do remember him downloading all kinds of music. Yeah, yeah. And carrying it with him everywhere, everywhere. he went. Yep, yep, yep. So... It was crazy. It was yeah. like magic, you know? Yeah. So then I think, I mean, a lot of these streaming services, even though they're so big right now, they sort of came out all around this same period in, like, early 2000s. Like, I think 2005 Pandora came out. 2007, I want to... Yeah, 2005 Pandora came out. SoundCloud came out in two, 2007. Spotify came out in 2008. Are you familiar with... I mean, I know you use Pandora, mm-hmm. but are you familiar with, like, Spotify or yeah. SoundCloud? Mm-hmm. And and I'm actually... People are trying to convince me, people in my life, <laughs> to move from Pandora to Spotify. Yeah. I mean, and people have, like, for the longest time said, oh, you know, yeah, Spotify's way better. And I just... It's like Pandora was the first to come out. Right. Yep. I liked it for the way I live and the way I use music in my personal life and in my work life. Right. So I just did Pandora. And until probably the last year and a half, maybe the year and a half or two, um, and it seems most obvious in the last six months, uh, until that time period, Pandora's worked great for me. Right. It's been wonderful. I mean, you remember, like, we have mm-hmm. Halloween parties. Well, I have a Halloween channel on right. there. You know, I have Christmas music. I have instrumental Christmas music or Disney Christmas music or regular mm-hmm. Christmas music. You know, I mean, it's like, so it's been great until recently. Yeah. And um, recently, and I, I don't understand the technology of all of it. I mean, I understand that somehow it builds your stations using algorithms. Right. Um. And so I appreciate that it recognizes the music that I like, and so then the music that I like comes Plays, on right. again. But it started to cross over my genres, and that's not working for me at all. Yeah, so I actually know a little bit about how the differences between how Spotify and Pandora tailor music to their users and Pandora has been kind of unique in that it's created its own kind of, like, genome project, I guess. So it tracks, like, certain quote-unquote traits of music, but they're not separated by genre necessarily. So it'll take, it'll it'll gather data based on what you listen to and then find other music that fits the, the qualities and the traits that the music you're already listening to has. So it makes sense that it wouldn't always be attached to genre then if there are certain likenesses of types of music whereas Spotify purely does it based on okay these are the types of more closer to genre it's looking at you know how similar is this song to you know these 50 other songs that basically have the same tone or like are in the same genre or have you know an artist that may be synonymous with each other something like that so that was an interesting difference that I learned 
Yeah, I mean, and I really am, as much as, like I said, friends in my life have been saying, no, Spotify's better, Spotify's better, and I never switched because change is hard. Right. Um, you know, I mean, I put the blues on last night, and a laid-back beach music song yeah. came on. And I mean, it's like, I love that song, but I wanted to hear the blues. Right. I didn't want to hear laid-back beach yeah. music. And I didn't really recognize whatever it recognized right. as being the same. Yeah. You know? Well, I think that speaks to how greatly that the internet has changed in terms of not only do you have you have access to the internet to like listen to music, but then the internet has now been able it's like reciprocated now yeah. it knows you yeah. too that's right i was so gonna that's say like the newest yep. sort of you know ai and you know yeah learning by observation and all this kind of stuff that people are freaked out about but i think don't always realize that it's already happening in their life it is absolutely um, so yeah that's, yeah that's really interesting yeah and it's like had i i mean maybe it wouldn't have made a difference but right. you know it has the little hands on there where you can do thumbs up or thumbs down you know right and um I don't know if that contributed to the crossover that I'm getting because I used that feature right a lot you know and so like I listen to classical music in the morning and and I like Disney and so there would you know classical instrumental piano solos <laughs> is what I'd like in the morning and a Disney one would come on and I would like run in here and go, oh, yes, I like that. Yeah. You know, and so then I hit that. But then, like I said, some months later, now I get Disney songs on there that people are singing. And it's like, yeah. no, it's the morning. It's supposed to be solo piano music yeah. right now. You know, so it, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's controlling my music. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm looking at I was looking at this n- study that was done in 2016 that noted how many different users that each Pandora and Spotify have. I mean, and I guess I'm I'm kind of shocked, but I'm also not shocked that Pandora still has more users than Spotify. So it has 80 million at the time that this study was taken, and Spotify had pr- just over 75 million, I guess. And Maybe it's because I think Spotify has more incentives if you pay for it, and paying for Spotify is obviously, you know, a lot more, whereas Pandora, you can't do some things, but you can pretty easily listen to it without paying for it. I But I pay for it you because for I, it. I... You don't like the ads. Don't like the ads. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, and I, I mean, I don't like them, so I would have paid for it anyway, but then also for my work, it's like, yeah. I can't be teaching a yoga class or teaching a mindfulness class and be playing a certain kind of music and have an ad come on. Right. You know, so. So but. outside of Spotify and Pandora, have you been privy to, I guess, the way that music and like this sort of intersection between music and the internet and then like other forms of entertainment, like apps like vine and tiktok i wasn't thinking that i I haven't gotten to vine and tiktok yeah but what the first sort of crossover thing that i um that comes to mind is youtube oh yeah because i have um a good friend who does playlists of youtube music okay. videos interesting you know and oh music videos that's a whole mm-hmm. other yep whole and other so thing that's what i mean so it's yeah. like this crossover right that, 
you know, I mean, before there was, you know, MTV, you know. Right, you had to go, you had to watch TV to, to find right. videos like this. And right, now, right. Yeah. But now, you know, I mean, and, and so you, you know, go to YouTube and like I said, this, this particular friend, that's his primary way of accessing music is, is YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was aware that YouTube had, they also have this like subversion of YouTube called YouTube Music. And I don't know much about that, but I do, now that it's bringing back so many memories of, like, before I had an iPod, I would go on the computer and I would watch music videos, like, with my friends and stuff. It's wild to think about that. And also just, yeah, how, I mean, music is so versatile and how it's used in so many different forms of entertainment. Like, you can listen to it solo, but it's a part of almost every other piece of entertainment that we consume well yeah and I have um a a young person that I work with who is major into video games Mm -hmm. and he becomes particularly attached to the music Mm -hmm. that's a part of video games and he then you know goes online and finds the clips of those and then puts those together and yeah so I mean it's just amazing how everything overlaps um and then also how the internet has like, and this was this kind of a freaky experience that just happened to me yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, cause you commented in, in all of this, how we've also like, we can do so much on a single device right now, but also the internet allows certain devices to talk to one another. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't always know how that happens. Um, and I was, you know, as as you know, I've been working to get a new computer up and going, and I was having problems with it yesterday. And I was in my office, and I had the old computer, the new computer, my iPhone, and my desktop. Now, they yeah. are all Apple devices, okay? And, and I know some of the ways in which I've connected them, but I was in the middle of trying to do something on the new computer, and music started playing out of my desktop, which I didn't even know it could do. <laughs> oh, no. So I had to unplug it Yeah. because I didn't, I mean, I guess I could have also turned it off. Right. But I didn't think, it was just like, because I couldn't, and I couldn't figure out which device was playing the music. And I knew it was an album Yeah. because I recognized the album. Right. But I had no idea how it got there, and I, crazy. Yeah. So, but so tell me, I do know a little bit about to get Vine. us back on. Yeah, Vine, yeah. Well, okay. So Vine was an older app. I don't know when it shut down, but it was very popular when I was in middle school. So that was I remember back that. in like 2013-ish era of life. Yeah. Um, and you and your brother would do them. Oh yeah, so many vines. But I mean, more so for TikTok, but also with Vine, music was also a big part of making vines is like there would be songs i mean the like you know we have memes today which i think in a traditional sense in sort of modern culture is seen as like a picture with some kind of you know a photograph and then there's like text overlaying it and then people will take that template and then use it for all kinds of things but like i feel like in this modern era music has become a meme template to be shared online and it i think it kind of started with vine where you could, somebody would make a video of something and maybe there'd be music playing in the background and either they'd make a, you know, a play on words of the song or there'd be some kind of video and then people would try to replicate that video in different scenarios. 
But then with TikTok, what is really interesting is both people are doing the same thing with music that they were doing on Vine, but then it's also allowing people to get recognized as artists for their music on TikTok. I mean, there are so many, like, songs that were created because of TikTok and this, like, online app of people sharing things together. And I think that leads into the next kind of part of, you know, the internet and music streaming is not only is music accessible to listen to, but it's making artists accessible to listeners. So, like... Well, especially during COVID. Right, yeah. It's been insane. I mean, there have been Zoom concerts that were phenomenal. Yeah. And, I mean, I would not have thought of watching even though I have known that you could stream a concert right. I wouldn't I didn't think about doing that yeah and certainly not you know a live in the moment thing happening yeah, real time yeah, kind of yeah, yeah 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 so I mean I think that I mean I guess it's similar to back in the day when like people would get famous on YouTube and then they would get signed a record label or something but it's like the thought of somebody just you know, posting a random video on TikTok and then it goes viral and then suddenly you have all kinds of professional fame too. It's like it a was star. a yeah, a star is I born. mean, it was, and some <laughs> of them are kind of like one hit wonders, I guess, if that's still <laughs> well, a term that people use today. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and I guess when you think about all the artists that can now publish things, I, I feel like. Spotify is most popular for like having a giant population of smaller artists that are also getting noticed by people because Spotify also doesn't I mean it's kind of run by an algorithm where stuff that is more popular will show up but then they also have I feel like in a lot of the playlists that sometimes are randomly generated for me there's a lot of really small artists that I would never find on my own so and in some ways, bigger artists find this, like, more controversial because they feel like they're making less money if somebody just pays for, you know, a subscription to a platform. And then the only money that's generated from that are both the subscribers and then the ads. So, I don't know. It's kind of like a win-win thing for smaller artists, but I guess it's a balance for bigger artists, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And is that different, do you think, from, I mean, you, you, you go, you, well, we all used to go to concerts and stuff <laughs> yeah. back when we could, but, yeah. like, live music, that was still a pretty big, and would you buy merchandise and stuff when you'd go to concerts? I have a Jimmy Buffett t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Because, like, the money aspect. I have a Righteous Brothers t-shirt. Right. You know? Yeah. Sure. Koozies, you know. Koozies, yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. So, I mean, yeah, live music is, yeah. But, I mean, I also like small artists. You know, like you were talking about small artists mm-hmm. on uh, Spotify, you know, and you're getting to know them. And it's like right. I like to go listen to, you know, small artists in small venues. It doesn't have to be a big concert. But I like live music. And then it's nice. I mean, that is one of the things that has has been really nice about the internet so um for example i you know went well you were with me we went to denver yeah you know and i was and then i went to visit my friend in boulder and right um 
we went to hear this small women's group, you know, and they were really, really cool. Um, And then they came to Madison. I was like shocked because they didn't, they had just Mm -hmm. started traveling. Well, now, I mean, because of the internet, I can get their music easily. I don't have to be at a live performance to get the CDs because that's what they used to do. It's like you could get their music if you went to hear them live, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, and now I can keep up with their music online. Right. You know, and so that's wonderful. Yeah. It's all still kind of magical to me, you know. Yeah, the the connectability, I guess, of it. Yeah, I mean, but I think what's really interesting is, so I think people had a lot of maybe fears around, well, if people are all able now to just kind of listen to music whenever they want on their own, will there still be, will there still be that sense of community? And I think both in terms of, like, the internet realm, I mean, with all these different kind of forums and stuff on social media, there's obviously still a community of, you know, like-minded people for different types of music or artists. But then I also think that just the accessibility of it still makes listening in person really nice, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. like a, a popular album came out a couple years ago when I was in college, and it was, like, a whole thing for my friends and I to get together one night and, like, listen to the whole album together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I guess that idea that like oh the internet is going to take completely take over any kind of in person contact we have with people is kind of false because in some ways it does but oh. it also enables different other kinds of ways of interacting in person. Yeah, I mean, and I you know it's like I see things like on Facebook. You know, people will post other concerts or pieces of concerts that they go to and. And then you see it and you go, oh, yeah, I would like to, I want to go see them yeah. the next time. So you're right, it doesn't. It, it's interesting, though, when you mentioned social media, and I don't know how this, it's just, a, it's been a different, interesting phenomenon to me um, that, you know, like on Facebook, it's the whole algorithms thing again. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, you know, you see certain things. They are in charge of what you see. Right. Well, somehow somebody in the Facebook world knows that I love Carol King. And she has this whole series of amazing tapes of her music mm-hmm. and you know and they show up yeah. on my feed. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. just like wow. So it's I don't like it when Pandora does it, but then like I liked it that Facebook did that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's like but balance, right? Right. You yeah. said that earlier. Balance. Yeah. So it's been a wild ride to watch it shift. Yeah. I mean, I think, and the the only last point that I think that is worthy of note for this episode is, I mean, in this class, this, um, you know, psych- psychological effects of the internet, um, today we were just doing an assignment and I chose to, to focus in on VR, virtual reality, and how that technology is changing. Oh, uh, yeah. And then yeah, I yeah. connected, you know, that and this music episode to what my brother was telling me a couple weeks ago, because he has a VR headset, and he was telling me that he went to an EDM concert in, like, VR chat, so it was like, he was there, but he yeah, wasn't, Yeah, but he wasn't. Know? How cool. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. that's so yeah. weird. I don't, I can't even wrap my, quite wrap my brain yeah, around yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I, can, I have a, one of my clients brought their VR system yeah. here and I tried it. 
I was like, I can imagine that. That's that would be so yeah. cool. So yeah. I don't know. That was yeah. and he said he was like dancing with other like people and the fact that you could, you know, not physically be somewhere, but you wearing this thing and it yeah, feels, it feels like, like, you like are, you're there. And yeah, you can see other people and yeah. you can interact with them. And yeah, you you probably would be able to talk to them. It's just as wild. Yeah. So it's another step up, I guess, from using the internet to connect with people and it's it's sort of like going full circle, right? <laughs> It's like you're so almost accurately simulating listening to live music with other people, which is the first form of listening to music that we had. Yeah. So yeah. it's crazy. I just became aware, and I don't know how the thought came into my head, but I wanted to make the comment that one of the other things that I think the internet and music has changed um, are record stores Mm. and the artwork of cds i mean like i have a whole you know thing over there you can see it you know and then upstairs i have all these cds and and i can remember covers of certain albums you know and and there's just something magical about walking into a record store and seeing all those records and all the cds and everything you know and you know i don't think about doing that as much anymore i you know i search itunes I mean, yeah. and there's still artwork, there's but it's, still artwork, but you, you, know, don't you don't appreciate it. Much. I don't, yeah. anyway. And, you know, I mean, there's something about even touching it through plastic. Right, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> different sure. than seeing it on a screen. But, you yeah. know, so, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it. the internet has brought amazing gifts yeah. with respect to music, yeah. I think. And, and then there's been some oops <laughs> yeah. as well. But that's kind of very cool life. Well, thank you for doing this. Thank you. Yeah. It was fun. On to the next episode, whenever that will be. Okay.